Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. See, what happens is, is is piss comes out of your dick. <laughs> and immediately just gets injected into the exhaust. <laughs> you guys don't know it yet, but that was the start of the episode. That's exactly <laughs> no, what that's I not how we should start. <laughs> <laughs> but what, so the, what I really wanted to start off with, and, and yes, we are keeping that in the episode. That is exactly how I want this thing to go. <laughs> Uh, my bosses. Uh, that actually, I didn't. I didn't know that we were starting, but that's okay. It's too late now. We've too talked late. about worse. I was going to open it up with. I woke up from a text message because between me and my dad and my brother, and my dad doesn't like really share too many memes or whatnot. Every once yeah. in a while, it's like, like a car video, and obviously he's behind on the times because a he's kind of old and b he's not really part of like the diesel culture. But he sends me the, the Facebook one that says. Why doesn't Facebook accept videos over 26 seconds? Thanks. And the answer, to prevent Ford owners from posting their quarter-mile race times, or race videos. <laughs> yeah. Sent that to me and my brother, and I was like, You're can't, a dick. I responded with, <laughs> can't confirm. <laughs> yeah, can't, can't confirm. And then I immediately posted the, the video. I mean, obviously this, this, this episode's going to come out later, but I'm sure we've all seen it now, because you guys have tagged me in it like 50,000 times, the oh, John yeah. Travolta one, when, yeah. you know, when he's practicing his dancing in the short shorts, and it's like, when you see other four guys at, at truck meets or something like that, and he's like pelvic thrusting. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's, yeah. that's accurate. Yeah. That is fully that's accurate. actually how I dance. That's, that is, I mean, that's how I dance normally, yeah. but you introduced <laughs> the fact that I've got other Ford bros where I am. Oh, dude, you guys are just hip thrusting on each other, probably. Dude. No inseams <laughs> to be found, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. 
Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time. They have C10 in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons, and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates. It along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it, it'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. <laughs> All right, let's get this episode underway. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us on all the normal podcast mediums. That's uh, Facebook. <laughs> Screwed that one up. <laughs> Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find us on there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube. It's one of the best places to leave comments. We get a discussion going uh, with people like Chris. Uh, his handle is Dad Cooks Food. Came by today. I got to see his tow rig and what he's got going on. And yeah, he hooked me up with some with some. Uh, he has an Azen transmission in his. Was it? Is that twenty or twenty 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 one? He's got twenty one now. Twenty one eighteen. Um, yeah, and he had a bunch of sixty eight RFE fluid and filters, mm -hmm. and he gave them to me. Yeah, that was rad. That was rad. It was super nice. Yeah, we love our listeners. You guys are you guys are bitching. Uh, but uh, you can definitely find us on there answering comments and uh, getting the dis discussion going. There's also usually a dissertation written by our uh, not employed on the payroll, Jim Lawrence, uh, which I finally figured out what your Instagram name means. I sat there when I was pooping and just looked at it and read it over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> course you would i know <laughs> but it, it's in typical jim lawrence fashion it's it's good like no. it, it's he's one of those guys he, jim lawrence is an enigma wrapped you know yeah a, an enigma wrapped in a, a mystery wrapped in, in an, an enigma, enigma. Yeah, yeah right uh you know he wants to he wants to make you think yeah uh real, real quick ben you're you're <laughs> Corey. you remember boys weekend when we we're waiting for ben after he was taking a poop at the casino yeah we were seriously outside for like 45 minutes you were not outside dude for yes we minutes. it was a good amount of time like what are you doing in there wait why, why weren't you in the casino because i ran out of money <laughs> i had my boy i didn't have my phone I was gonna say you should. You no, you had to have. No, I didn't. I left it. I left it in the trailer. No, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't because it remember dead. he was talking about oh, how he yeah, cleaned he out was, his wallet. Yeah, yeah. I went you were through borrowed, my wallet and cleaned yeah. all of it. <laughs> read yeah. the uh, read all the cards I had in there. But anyways, <laughs> we're getting off topic here. Sorry. <laughs> well, uh, it's if just you, yeah. if you heard that third voice, by the way, that's Corey. He's the uh, one of our sales techs and also handles all the production stuff for the podcast. He's got a microphone now. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can you uh, look stuff up if I tell you to look something up? Like is that a is that a possibility? Like on that on that laptop? Like could you just minimize that shit and I could, I'd prefer not to. I got, yeah, I got this guy though. I don't okay. wanna I don't wanna stress out the laptop anymore that needs to be done because if we Why would it stress it out? Well just searching stuff, you never know, because if the laptop it's messes brand up new. then whatever we're talking could get lost. <sighs> and I fine, know fine. I know how much we hate re recording episodes because I hate it. I, I, I anyways, uh, Jim, I'm going to talk about your Instagram name in just a minute here. But, um, <laughs> yep, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, you guys, all that kind of stuff. Tyler, reviews, go. Oh, yeah, let's keep those reviews coming in. We are moving up and 
moving up. <laughs> That's good. Oh, yeah. uh, you guys but, are nailing yeah, it. Yeah, we're nailing it today. Did we do a podcast last week? We didn't, did no. we? Yeah, yeah we're kind of. Oh, we did won. We? You did. I wasn't in here. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I have no excuses then. <laughs> uh, but keep those reviews coming in. Review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier. Five star reviews only. That's how it works. Oh. I don't. You can't. It won't even physically let you do <laughs> a two, three, or a four star. It's just five. Um, for some reason. Must be a setting. I don't know. Anyways, we're not changing it. Uh, so five-star review on any of those platforms. Screenshot that review. Send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck mm-hmm. or the truck that you want. Boom. Or your dad's truck or your mom's truck or he, sure, he, he she's truck. They's what, truck. They's truck. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not a thing. Uh, <laughs> screenshot that. Send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Include that. Good stuff. And your address so we can send you a sticker. It looks just like our logo right behind me here. Soon to be on some badass hats. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, lastly, let's get a couple more things out of the way here. Uh, if you do not follow us on the social medias, I highly recommend you do, especially Instagram. Uh, that is, we are uh, really trying to pump up our numbers there. Um, if you do want to, like, have a beer with the boys every Wednesday uh, in between our filming sessions, we do hop on Instagram Live, have a beer with the boys, usually right around 5 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, it's a great time to ask some questions, talk a little shit, have some good fun, talk about we talk about trucks, memes, music, shoes, f- farming, I don't give a shit, talk whatever we want. Uh, but that's the best time to just hang out and have a beer with the boys. So again, 5 p.m. Pacific time on Instagram, you can find us on there by searching, you'd guessed it, America's Diesel Podcast. I promise I, we will get to the episode. I have one last thing. Uh, if you are buying parts for your diesel pickup, make sure and check out dieselpowerproducts.com. We do have sales text on the phone, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. They'll answer any sort of question you have on your truck and get you the right part the first time. If you are talking to them and you're ordering parts and you're listening to this, that means you're a podcast listener. That's right. You've achieved that status in your life. Yeah. It means absolutely nothing. But what it means to <laughs> us is that people that listen to the podcast are buying parts on the website. So make sure you let them know that you are a podcast listener so we can mark down and make sure that we can attribute those sales to the podcast. Uh, again, you receive absolutely nothing. It's not a discount code. It's purely just to help us out. And that's how we know we keep it organic because honestly, we give you nothing. So you have no incentive to actually help us aside from wanting to help us, which is Catch 22, because if you want to help us, you can help us and you can, whatever. Lastly, if you are listening to this and you're buying your diesel parts from someone else, I want to know why the hell you are and why you're not shopping with diesel power products. Good, bad, happy, or sad. If it's because we don't have something, it's because you, you've shopped with us one time and for some reason something went wrong. Maybe you didn't tell us what happened or something. I don't know. I Seriously, I want to know. I'm an open book. Let me know what's going on. I have experience on the sales side, the customer service side, shipping side, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, DM me, email me, whatever you need to do, ben at dieselpowerproducts.com or on Instagram. If you don't have my handle, uh, you can just Instagram or DM the the uh, Instagram podcast page. And I want to know, seriously, that's that's the kind of, that's the, that's the good info that we need. So let's get yep. this episode started. First things first, what about you, Jim Lawrence's? Oh yeah, yeah. Jim Lawrence. So Come on now. His name, it looks just like a whole bunch of letters, right? I'm going to say these letters. Uh, N-O-E-W-O-N-Y-E-W-N-O. No one you know? No one you know. Hmm. Except for we know who you are now. Now we so know, now Jim. We know. <laughs> I don't know if you specifically told me to make that connection or not, but I did, and now it's live. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, Jim Lawrence. <laughs> Sounds like uh, we may be seeing a, get a referral request from uh, no one you know too soon. No Maybe, know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, this for some reason, I just I never made that connection. I just happened to sit in there. I was like, Jim's a cryptic, like not, not cryptic, like, but like, he likes to encrypt things. He likes to, yeah. he likes to be on the... 
He's like know. a puzzle guy. A puzzle guy. I'm like, I guarantee <laughs> you these aren't just random letters. Jim Lawrence wouldn't put these random letters no, out there. No, no. I'm just going to look at it, and I'm sitting there like, no, 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 one, no, no, no one you know? No one No one you know. No one you know. Jim... You sly dog. (laughs) But I got you. I got you. (laughs) I'm a little bit more excited about that than I should have been. Uh, You are. You are. All right. So the whole reason you tuned in is because... I'm so much lower than you are. Well, then raise your chair up, dude. Get it down to my level. No, I like right Get comfortable. I am comfortable. You You look rigid and stiff. I like the fact that my elbow just rests on the table. I don't have to have it lift up. Yeah. Whatever. I'm right there. I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. (laughs) <laughs> Not a sponsor, but we'll take it if you're giving it. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about deaf baby. Yeah. Let's talk about P P P in your deaf tank tank. Deaf. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> obviously a lot of people hate exhaust fluid. <laughs> yep. And, and I can see where a lot of these people are coming from because, like, when it was first introduced in trucks, the whole system was kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah. Like it. Uh, um, but I mean, things have gone a long way and I'm just going to kind of give you my personal experience and a little bit of knowledge that I looked up on the old Googs machine. Um, like on newer trucks. So I have a, as many of you know, I have a 20, I got to time out real quick. Oh, Jesus I know you were just about to get started. <laughs> Let's explain deaf real quick for those that yeah. don't know. Deaf stands for diesel exhaust fluid. Right. Okay. People call it urea. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not just urea. It's actually a mixture of, it's like 32% urea. And the rest of it is what's called deionized water. Whoa. That's it. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, well, I knew it was like mixed with something water. I couldn't yeah. remember the phrasing for it. Um, as far as trucks that have this, uh, just a quick rendition of emissions. Basically, uh, the DPF and EGR came factor on every truck, uh, just about 07 and a half if you're a GM or a Ram or yep. 2008 if you're a Ford. Uh, and then as far as the the addition of diesel exhaust fluid, that is the 6.7 power strokes, so 11 to current, uh, the LMLs, 11 to current, and the... 13 and up. 13 and up Ram trucks, yeah. uh, so 13 to current. So there was 07.5 to 12 Ram trucks that did not have diesel exhaust fluid, but they did have an EGR and a DPF. Yes. Okay. What, was it, what was I saying? Uh, you, you're talking... Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's a mixture of urea... Um, which is not just piss, okay? For people out there, don't go pissing in your tank, okay? It's not the same thing. Uh, but it's a, a mixture of urea and deionized water. Um, one thing I, I, one thing that I came across today, um, if you have like urea, not urea. Now, see, I'm going to say it all. If you have def that has been sitting around mm-hmm. like past its expiration, because there is an expiration date on it. Is it a long shelf life? It's about two years. Okay, all right. So, um, but I, I saw a little write up on it that, cause it's a, it's a, it's a non-toxic chemical mm-hmm. formula. Okay. Well, I mean, don't drink it obviously, <laughs> but, uh, it's not going to, you know, burn your skin or something like that. It's a, it's a pretty mellow sort of fluid. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you have like old stuff, they say you can mix it with like water 10 to one and actually just put it on your yard. And put it on your plants. <laughs> it's like fertilizers. I don't know. I've never done it. I'm not going to do it because my grass is already growing way quicker and I need it to grow. But anyways, <laughs> def, exhaust fluid. So I've, as many of you may already know, I have a, I have a 2021 Ram. Okay. Um, I only fill up the urea when it's, I keep on saying urea. I need to stop saying that. I only fill up the def uh, when it's, when it's 
like almost tells me to fill it up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I want that stuff circulating through, I want fresh stuff every time. I personally only, only get it from a truck stop for, for a couple reasons. Mm -hmm. One, they go through it because all the semi trucks use it. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're, they're cycling through it pretty quick. And two, it's stored much better than that. The shit that's in the boxes. That's just at the auto parts store. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you one quick story. When I first got my truck, okay, this is the first time I was putting def in it. Very first time. And it was for uh, my friend's birthday. We were going camping um, on the uh, uh, in Idaho. Anyways, I'm not going to get specific on that. Anyways, so we're Northern taking off. Idaho. Northern Idaho. Okay. We, we take off, and I, I just about get out of uh, Spokane, kind of getting into Spokane Valley, and... Uh, truck has issues okay i had a check engine light I, I had actually a couple of codes i had one for the transmission which i don't still to this day they don't know what exactly caused it, it was like maybe just a kind of a fluke thing but the other code that i had was for the for the def system and i started thinking i was like wow i i went to the auto parts store and i got some of the premium def the platinum or whatever they call it the mm -hmm. peak platinum um and my issue literally started like i got that like a day before we left and put it in there. And then I, I had these codes. From then on, I only have gone to the truck stop. And I know this is like not much of a, you know, test. Right. <laughs> so, but, you know, because things happen, who knows? It could have been, it could have happened if I got this stuff from the truck stop. But I've only got it from the truck stop here on out. Because mm -hmm. DEF has, if it's stored anywhere that is over like 86 degrees, it can like break down and not work properly. Or, okay. and then it starts to create like a slush mix. That's why people say like, oh, my def, my def tank froze up. Yeah. Guess what the temperature is? It, it starts to kind of slush up. 30. 12 degrees. Oh, so it's got to get cold. Yeah. But but it gets cold here. Like mm -hmm. I, there, there's a good chance that mine was like kind of slushed up in there, because mm -hmm. we had some really cold days. Yeah. So it's kind of a. It needs to be stored at a at a at a you know good middle temp, mm -hmm. uh, which well, and uh, that's why there's def heaters. And that's why there's def heaters. Which mm -hmm. if it even slushes up in your tank, it's usually fine because the heater will take care of it. Whether it's the tank itself is heating or it's mm -hmm. as it's heating as it's getting pulled into the the system, but it's a. Uh, the, the, the systems have gotten so much more efficient nowadays. So, like, my my truck, I I actually was thinking about this today because I should probably – I'm about half tank on my def right now. Um, I should actually see how many miles I go on a tank the next time I feel it. Doesn't, it uh, doesn't calculate that for you? No. Oh, I figured on that. No, it'll, count, it'll calculate, obviously, like, fuel tank. Fuel. Yeah. Uh, mile, mileage still empty, but Are not you sure? def. I mean, unless it's in there, I, I, I've never seen it. I like, feel def like tank miles till empty. Because I don't know if it can actually calculate that because it doesn't know when it's going to go into regen. Because it has to meet a certain criteria for it to go yeah. into regen. And if you're, like, always on the highway or something, you know, I guess I that would it, Maybe depend. it might just give you, like, def used lifetime or something like that. And you can, like, know. divide that by miles. I don't know. I, yeah, I feel no. like it has to, like... Well, anyway, I started thinking of like when the yeah. last time I filled up with uh -huh. my def. And I want to say I usually, I think I fill up about once a month, which isn't bad. Guys, uh -huh. it's $17 at a truck stop. 
Like, I was actually astonished that that hadn't gone up in price like everything else has. Well, I mean, they're, they're saying that's going to start going up in price now, too. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a five-gallon tank, yeah. and I can go a month. And I drive that truck every day. Mm-hmm. I drive probably You're out of too town much. every weekend. I'm out of town every weekend. Like Usually towing. Yeah. Right. You're, you're burning fuel. I'm burning fuel. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's pretty good. Like, I, I can't really complain. Like, if I'm complaining about that, but not, not complaining about fuel prices, like, I, I feel like that's a, like, I'm an idiot. Because <laughs> that's, it just, $17, really? I, I can spend that in one night at, at a, you know, yeah. coming home from the gas station, grabbing beer. Like, exactly. <laughs> whatever. So, I, that's why I, I kind of think it's funny when people complain about, like, death. It's like, it's not that bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, if you go to the auto parts store and buy, you know, two boxes of the stuff that's on the shelf, it's like 40 bucks. Just go to a truck stop. All the truck stop. Any any place that says bulk DPF, and they usually will display it like mm-hmm. we have bulk DPF. Get it there. I, I it's better. I it is. It just has to be. Yeah. <laughs> it has to and, be. And the, the the idea behind that is you may be thinking to yourself, oh, truck stops they're dirty. They they you know they don't do stuff. No. Here's the thing, truckers talk. Okay, the truckers have mm-hmm. the internet. If there is a diesel station or a truck stop that is starting to put out shit fuel. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're not going to see trucks there. Yeah. So if you go to a truck stop that maybe you, you know, let's say you're there like in the middle of the night or during like downtime. I know truckers are pretty much going all the time. But like, let's say you just constantly see a truck stop that's empty. You can kind of assume that maybe something might be going on there. Yeah. But if you're going to a truck stop that maybe you go when it's slow, but you drive by all the time in the morning, in the evening or something like that, and it's always packed, you can be pretty assured that, again, truckers talk, trucks are not cheap. Fuel components, not cheap. Yeah. You know, that they're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, again, especially on newer trucks, like like I said in the beginning of this, when they first introduced DEF into, you know, these emissions controlled trucks, I would 100% agree with you. It was a junk system. They, they, I, I, they're nowhere near running at the efficiency level at the, as like newer trucks are, mm-hmm. 100%. And I think it's a combination of the entire, um, emission system that they've yeah. refined over well, it's the all years. gotten better all of it's gotten yeah. better yeah I mean, just like i mean me and chris were even talking about that today like the plateau with gas engines and and how you know and everybody gives diesels a bad rap or something like that or like oh this is emissions crap you know we're getting choked down by the epa it's like you gotta remember guys there were like 350 400 horsepower you know gas cars rolling around the 80s came around and they were regulated down to like 150 trying yeah. to, you know <laughs> trying to go with these regulations going on yeah and they're back 40 years later, they're back. You, you know, seven, 800 horsepower cars, factory, with a warranty, drive it off a lot, you know, passes emissions. I know that's 40 years, but keep in mind here, guys, if you're going about as far as horsepower is concerned, as the year productions have gone on, diesels have never gone down in horsepower. Right. There was never a dip in the horsepower. No, they've always gone up. The, the dip where you might see is, you know, I'd say a little bit of reliability just because it's a new system. Yeah. Just, I mean, well, just like when, if you look at any cars from like the late eighties, early nineties, they always seem to have these little ticky tack error issues with stuff. Still getting used to it. Still trying to learn everything. Things got better. Yeah. Uh, so the reliability part of it. And then of course the, uh, the mileage, Yeah. the mileage. Yes, we all get it. You know, your five nine Cummins was getting twenty eight miles a gallon. Blah blah it blah, blah blah. It blah. wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> um, but I, I and we will fully sympathize with you and agree with you. Those you know the first generation of emissions intact trucks, especially pre def stuff, 
yeah, unless you were basically a hot shotter, you were getting shit mileage. Yeah. I can fully see why people, you know, elected to delete their trucks at that point. But as the systems have gotten better, you know, we're over 10 years into it, you know, they they have gotten a lot better. You're, yeah, make, yeah. you're still making great power, and the efficiency, you know, I'd say it's almost back to where it would have been. Yeah. We're, we're getting there. Yeah. You're, you're, at least you're in the ballpark, because I felt so bad for guys when they would call in and be like, dude, my 5'9", like, towing, and they would give realistic numbers. Like, realistically, my 5'9", when I was towing this same trailer, the same way I've been always been doing it, I was getting around, I don't know, 14, 13, 14, and unloaded. I was high teens all the time. Now, I can be, you know, trying to hypermile this thing, like overinflate my tires, baby the throttle, yeah. you know, on the freeway doing 65, and I'm getting nine. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And it's like, yeah, I can see how that's frustrating, but, you know, you're the same guy that would, if you brought a Mustang too and think you're getting <laughs> something where it's going to run a 10-second quarter mile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so def, again, like we were talking about, it's 32 and a half, I think it's 32 and a half percent urea, and the rest of it is deionized water. So let's break that down. What is deionized water? No, it is not the same as distilled water. Okay, mm-hmm. distilled water is like boiling a pot of water that you get out of the tap, and it and it uh, the solids that have dissolved into the water are then removed mm-hmm. when you when you boil it. Right. So deionized is you might know more than I do about this. Okay, but it's it's basically going down to like the molecular level of the water. Mm-hmm. And they like charge it through. He get yeah, Corey if you want to look it up. Deionized water, um, but they like run it through a. I don't want to say like electrolysis process, but like it, they, it, it, there's electricity involved. Yeah. <laughs> okay. With 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 it. Wow, you just buy a whole crate of it, huh? They're rearranging. Yeah. Form of pure clean water purified by removing atoms and ions and mo- molecules from tap water through an ion exchange process. Sounds yeah. intense. Removes dissolved particles such as salt, minerals, carbon dioxide, organic contaminants, and other impurities in water. Yeah, so I'm assuming it would probably remove all that. The same as distilled. Yeah, so distilled water is not the same as deionized water. Distilled water has been boiled to create purified water free of contaminants, impurities like chlorine, and dissolved solids. Okay. That's close. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I didn't know that's what it's made of. I always yeah. think there was just like more stuff in there. And so I've got this uh, that I printed out from the American Chem- Chemical Society. Um, this is basically how like urea was found, which uh, was in 1828, apparently. Mm. Stuff's been around. <laughs> um, but you know, the thing that, this is how, my, <laughs> the thing that I thought was like uh, kind of uh, kind of weird, uh, it's not used just for diesel trucks. <laughs> like urea is used in, um, Let's see here. Where is it at? Where is it at? Now I can't find it. It was like used in um, like facial stuff. Like just, so you're just basically kind of like people be like, oh, you're putting piss on your face. Piss <laughs> 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 face. Um, where is it? Let's see. Uh, used to treat dry, rough skin conditions yeah. <laughs> such as eczema, psoriasis, corns, cause, and some nail problems in your nails. May also be used to help remove dead tissue from in some wounds to help wound healing. I wonder why urea that's, that's, is known as a carrot. Wow, I, something just clicked in my brain. Something just clicked in my brain. You know when they say when you get like bit by a snake or something like you piss on it. Yeah, or jellyfish. Or jellyfish, yeah. yeah. Or jellyfish, yeah. You piss on it. 
Yeah, it's jellyfish, not not snake. Don't just piss on I, mean, I got bit by a rattlesnake. Someone piss on me. I mean, if, if it was like, hey, man, we need to wash this thing out. We've got this muddy water or, or piss. Or piss. Like, yeah. You know what, man? Give me the piss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's used. Uh, have you seen those instant cold packs where you like break it mm-hmm. and it like gets cold for a little bit? Yeah. Half of that's urea. Oh. Yeah. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> There's a lot of gobbledygook in here. I'm not even going to attempt to read because it's uh, kind of stupid. But anyways, yeah, they urea is like produced in the what is it in the kidneys? Yeah, from like dissolved uh, like proteins and and shit like that. Here we go. This is so awesome. Dude. This is the best. So just so you guys know, like, so Corey's on the mic now, but now we've also got a... The liver. The not liver, the, not yeah. the freaking kidneys, yeah. the liver. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, the the kidneys are the filter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like trucks. <laughs> uh, but now we've got Corey able to project basically whatever he's searching on the screen here. So it's like it's like we're a real podcast now. Wow, oh, this is epic. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and you want it's got like sixty screens in here. There's not everything going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. So yeah, um, so, that's kind of you know, that's kind of the basics of urea. Now urea, deaf, deaf, golly. So what are you know? Some might ask like, what are the ways that you can like? What are things you can do to your truck to minimize deaf usage? Mm-hmm. Well, you have to minimize the the truck actually going through regen because that's mm-hmm. when it's predominantly using it yeah. right so those short drives you know to the gas station or wherever those quick drives stuff like that not letting it um not letting the truck fully regen mm-hmm. which on newer trucks and I, again I, I there's a caveat to the older truck stuff i know this is uh, they were a lot more inefficient when it comes to cleaning the filter so like if you're you know driving down the freeway on like a you know 2014 truck or a 2013 truck that just had you know first year of def um it's it probably it takes a lot longer for it to clean the filters out right my truck i can first of all i can tell when it's in regen because you can hear it Mm -hmm. and you can smell it yeah um, you and when you're sitting at a stoplight, if you ever notice your RPMs kind of going, I mean it's it's trying to it's trying to regen, mm-hmm. and it's using EGR, everything's cycling. Um, but I left here, and I parked knowing it was starting to go into regen, and so when I when I can hear it and I can smell it and I can tell it's doing that, I will flip through my gauges and look at my because uh, my screen will say like DPF clean and process. My DPF can be 100% clean from when I hop on the freeway at Francis and get to my house. Before I get to my house, it'll be completely clean. Wow. Which is pretty damn good. That's short. Just so you guys know, that's like five minutes, seven minutes on the freeway. Yeah. It's it's not bad. It's it's really not bad. So making sure that uh, it... I go... I go back to like old school guys who are like in touch with their vehicle that they know like when they're driving it, there's something going on. Mm -hmm. You have to kind of be the same with your diesel truck. Like me, I can hear, I can smell, I use my senses, I know, and I can flip to the screen and tell if it's going through regen. But when I know it is, I make sure before I park that truck that it's completely cleaned. And that's just a a kind of a, a habit that I've, I've formed. Mm-hmm. Uh, for myself on something like that. And I think it's a good habit if you want longevity out of the entire system and to not use a ton of ton of exhaust fluid. Um, so just keep that in mind if you 
you know, you're driving, your truck's doing weird little things. Like it's probably in regen. Hop on the freeway, drive it for 10 minutes. It'll probably be clean by the time you're done. And then you don't have to worry about it. It's those, it's those stopping in the middle of it, parking it, starting it again, going a short trip, parking it. it it's, it's not able to kind of catch up. It's, mm-hmm. it, and, and going on the freeway is, is uh, like before I, I want to say on like the earlier trucks, even before death was um, introduced, like you had to go on the freeway for it to clean. Yeah. Like that, that, there was no other was option. Like there was like a speed, a yeah. There was like a, a a speed thing that had to, uh, you know, a speed criteria had to meet, um, and then you had to do that for a while. Um, and those are the ones that you saw where like the flames were shooting out the exhaust. The six four. Yeah. I remember in those videos, dude. I was in school and the that video came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, full disclosure, I believe there was something actually wrong with that truck. Yes. Like they should not be doing that. Yeah. But I remember, uh, but, remember uh, seeing and hearing people that would like if you go to a dealership and again the dealerships were new to the emission systems too they're still trying to figure them out and they're just going on what gm was telling them, what ram was telling them they're yeah. like well you need to go through a forest regen well i don't want to drive it for the next 45 minutes cool we'll just go in the parking lot uh set it to the regenerator computer and uh you're going to want to hold it at about 2200 rpm yeah like, oh so i need a brick yeah, need a brick <laughs> and a, yeah. so go to lunch just leave the brick on there she topped off yeah come back from lunch yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, done. We had to. I remember when I was at Dishman, we had to like pull them out to the end of the, like a very back corner of the parking lot. Smoke you it put out. like cones around it. Yeah. And then you hit the with a scan tool. You could force it into a a, a regen and and hopefully it cleaned. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of hokey stuff back in the day. Like the the hokiest thing that I'd ever ever seen. And this this is so funny because it was actually on like the. Uh, the, the you know the, the computer that yeah. shows like all the procedures to do something from the top down. This is from the, the top efficient. down. This is the most efficient way to clean your DPF filter. Take it off and bang it on the shop floor. <laughs> like wow. <laughs> like, is there a certain number a, of times, sir? Yeah. Like what am I looking for? Am I supposed to hear like a like you know is something supposed to like big fall out? Like because yeah. you just get like dust <laughs> basically coming out. Like it was the weirdest thing because you just see a guy in the corner of the shop. Bang, 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 bang. You're like, what is that guy? Do? Oh, he's cleaning the DPF. Yeah. Really? <laughs> that's that's the like is it like the right. engineers, I feel is like they're like the... me and you, like, how do we clean this filter? This is banging on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, let's just... It's like, hey Carl, I think we're going to get too much into the uh, technicals here. Like so what's wrong? Well the filter is full. What do we do in the past when a filter is full? Replace it. Too expensive. What do we do next? We blow it out with shop air. Don't have that. I don't know, drop it a couple times. Okay, new procedure. <laughs> new procedure. Take it off, bang it on the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good? Everybody good? Okay. John, type that up. Let's yeah. get that out to all the dealerships. Type that up and add about, uh, about 50 more bullshit yeah. words around it. Yeah, instead of putting bang, maybe put tap or yeah. like, uh, I don't know, some sort of technical verbiage to, to make it seem it, less uh, violent. Uh, uh, physical uh, shock concussion cleanings. Service. Yeah, yeah, shock concussion cleaning of yeah. DPFs. Like, what is that? Oh, you're going to want to drop it. Yeah. Yeah, when you unbolt it from the truck, just let it fall. Yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> even worry about catching it. You don't want to anyways. Just, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's, I mean, kind of basics, on, at least what I know on DEF. Um, I mean, like I said, uh, you know, going to a truck stop, I think, is a better, you know, option. Because, too, like, you don't know how long those boxes have been sitting around at an auto parts store, you know? Right. Like, you could have some, you could have some expired DEF. You don't want to shove that in your system. No. 
<laughs> I'm not a fan of shoving expired anything in my system. <laughs> right? Mostly Although, just things in general. Yeah. Yeah. I might have had some expired food last Friday or last yeah. uh, last Thursday night though. <laughs> yeah, not a good yeah. <laughs> so, never a good thing to put anything expired into anything. So yeah. You got anything else? What are you doing? Letting the folks know we're about to go live. That's right. If you didn't know, this is our first episode that we filmed today, so we're about to button this one up and then go live on Instagram. Yeah. So, that being said, folks, thanks for tuning in. Unless oh, you got anything more. I don't got anything more. You got anything more? I'm ready to get this live on the show. Oh, Show, wow. showing live? Getting live. <laughs> we're going live. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, folks. We appreciate Corey, all Corey, you, you got anything? I'm good. Are you sure? Well, I mean, pretty much everything you guys listed. Do you have listed. a question? No. Everything you guys list is the same reason why I'm not getting a diesel truck anytime soon. Why? I didn't talk you into a newer truck I'm with too close. That thing's never going to see the freeway. Like... <laughs> Dude, I was sitting in my office and I saw a guy on a scooter ripping down Broadway. That's what you need. If it could make it up Carnahan, yeah. You said only a couple blocks, right? No, it's still halfway up. And then get yourself a diesel. And then just drive your scooter. I will need something soon to tow the Toyota. Yeah. Yeah. Something bigger. Or just uh, build that Toyota, sell it, and the trailer, and then buy a side-by-side. Hey, hey! Which, by the way, I want to talk about side-by-side stuff real quick since this episode is kind of shorter and I want to make sure it's long for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were up, uh, I think, was this? Yeah, Memorial. We were riding. My buddy blew his uh, turbo and his 17 Razor XP uh, four-seater. First of all, <laughs> those turbos on those little two-cylinder engines are so dang cute. <laughs> <laughs> they are just so dang... Dude, the compressor wheel is like... I'm not even kidding you, like an inch in diameter, dude. It is so small. It is, he has like, he. we sent it in to try to get it rebuilt, and it, 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 dude, the shaft is totally bent on it. Like you uh-huh. could see it. Um, like you just spin it in your hand, and you can see how bent the shaft is. But it, like it, they sent this little bag full, all the little parts, and you pull out the little compressor wheel, and you're just like, oh my god! Like, what is this, an RC car? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what is this? What is this, a turbo for ants? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, shout out to DinoJet. Mm-hmm. Their tur- drop-in turbo, drop-in turbo for a Razor. It's ball-bearing, water-cooled. It is dope. Like, that was probably one of the funnest little turbo installs. Like, I've done a lot of turbos, especially on, like, 6, 7 Cummins, mm-hmm. especially working at a dealer. I did, like, three of them in Brian's old 2011. Like, Tyler, I've done... Tyler worked at a dealership basically in the heyday of replacing turbos because no oh, one had yeah. an idea how to yeah. fix them or anything. Yeah. So it was, like, the, the when HC351Vs just came out. And basically, it was like, does it work? Well, no. Replace uh, it. Did you hit with a hammer? <laughs> yeah. Does it work now? No. Replace it. Yeah. <laughs> we were drilling holes in center sections of turbos to run a can of aerosol cleaner through the through the turbo. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but um, shout out to DinoJet. Badass. Like, badass little turbo. And that little turbo, she freaking makes a... She makes a little line that's just like it's so pleasing to it the made ears. Me, as soon as you mentioned the the ball bearing line, it immediately made me wish or made me miss the the Power Max. That oh I had yeah, it's version. just a unique. It's just such a unique <clears throat> sound over a journal bearing turbo. It is, um, but yeah, pretty badass, and uh, that was a really fun install. They made it super easy to tie in, especially like for the water, uh, the cooled side. Pretty awesome. 
still small as shit, but it's, it's like, it's just, it's so crazy when you can, uh, put a, uh, lift a turbo down into the section with like one hand Yeah, and like, you can hold just, it and do a wrench at the same time. Yeah. hundred percent. When you're used to it, like an H fifty one, like, dude, you got an engine hoist. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I got to bend over like a contortionist just to set this thing on there. And then not, wait, you want me to do a bolt now? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> so yeah. Turbos are cool. That's the moral of that story. (laughs) Moral of the story, turbos are cool. Yeah. Fact. Fact. All right. Def can be cool. Just make sure you take care of your truck and get it from a truck stop. That's how we're finishing this. There you go. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.